Hello fuckers, uh, welcome to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. I managed to trick my wife, Cara Sloss, into being a guest on this podcast. She said she only wants to do half an hour. Um, and I'm going to straight up tell you, I think we'll get more than that. You've sent in questions, if you were on the Instagram, if you were on the Patreon, we give you the chance early in the day to ask some questions for me to ask Cara. I will be asking her a bunch of them. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Also, there's no point where this has to start. We can just... I can literally just ask you, what, literally, what was your favourite show out of the shows you saw yesterday? And I know you saw five, and I know that's going to put you in a difficult position. Let's try to do the maths of how long I was... I was out for 12 hours. You were out for 12 hours? I was out for longer than 12 hours, because I went out at half past three. You left at half past three, but me and Kayla... No, I was in Abattoir. At half past three. Because me and Kayla left the house at about... 12.30. Yes. Yeah. Um, you stayed waiting for your bridesmaids slash my cousins. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can... Pure <Cure> false. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, uh, just to get into this, um, if you would, Mike... Could you tell the story of why my cousins are your bridesmaid? Because you Be- threatened me. <laughs> I don't remember it this way, but... It was a threat. <laughs> I don't even think we were together. No? No, it was before we were official. and So this is back in, just to give the context... 2018, maybe? Of the year that you and I, after initially kissing... And yes. the fallout of that being <laughs> your sister, my ex-girlfriend, not being cool with that. We kept our relationship secret for a year. It wasn't a relationship. It was not. A, we were just fucking each other whenever we could be arsed. <laughs> Which was a lot. I just, I have to make sure that this isn't Chris and Rosie Ramsey, that's all this is. I have to make sure that when you and I do this, we do this in our own individual way. Because, baby, we're never going to sell out Wembley. Baby, I'm not going to sell out Wembley. (laughs) (laughs) So, during this year of us being in secret... You chatting. I don't know why you were talking about your family. You just like to talk. And (laughs) you were saying how that you and David and Andrew had made this pact. I don't know if Matthew and Jack were involved in this. No, so there were the three big boy cousins who were the original. So I was the, on my mum's side of the family, I'm the oldest. Then there was Andrew and then there was Josie and then there was David. Uh, and then obviously Josie passed away and that left us with the three big boy cousins. And then after Josie... <laughs> what's the name of... Katie Morag? Is that the name of the fucking book? Do you, do, you're Northern. 
Do you know the Katie Morag books? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I guarantee if you fucking Google them, you know them. Do you know Katie Morag? So they were like, um, yeah, Katie Morag. Yeah, let me. I'll, I don't know who that is. I'll show you right now. You never saw Katie Morag? No. So Katie Morag was a children's book that my my grandparents had back when fucking seven books existed, and it was about this little girl from Scotland called Katie Morag, and she had big boy cousins. And that's where the term big boy cousins came from. Right. So okay. when when Ailey was born after uh, uh, Josie passed, uh, and then and then Sarah after the fact. Wait, wait, is Chad the youngest of them? Yes. Is he? Okay. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> I looked over to my other brothers to get the answer to the question, and he went, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Chad um, So that's where we got the big boy cousins thing from. Because I think even David is, you know, f- five or six years older. So there was just this gap between us. Yes. And Ailey and Sarah, well, Ailey loved us all. Sarah was a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we all loved each other because in something that I'm sure you're bringing us up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about my family? <laughs> nope. No. I'm sure it's been covered several times. <laughs> By Cullen. Cullen has very aggressively covered my family's love of each other and how unnatural it is. It's weird. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, how did I blackmail oh, you or threaten you? It wasn't even a threat to me. It was you, you just put it into the air and was like, you better pick up on this. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't like say, God, this is what's going to be. You just, the fact that you said it, you floated it into yeah. there. My, my vision board is just saying things out loud to people no. <laughs> and hoping they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was something along the lines of, oh, me and my, my cousins, uh, we have this pact that, like, girl cousins have to be bridesmaids at our wedding like we've promised them that they will be bridesmaids at our wedding and if my future wife can't get on board with that then she's not going to be my wife <laughs> like alright then <laughs> yeah yeah you know those I, I, I mean I was going to say you know those impossible standards you have when you walk into this relationship you absolutely did not have that with me <laughs> exhibit A <laughs> but yeah just you know when you think you want something from this and it's it's very important to the relationship like we'd said to them since they were young they could be uh, bridesmaids and I thought that was dead I thought that was dead in the fucking water I thought that was just something you said to kids you know <laughs> like Santa's real yeah like uh, and you know what you know hey we can't go to McDonald's next we can't go to McDonald's today but we'll go next week and hopefully in the next week the kid forgets that they were getting McDonald's next week I thought that was going to happen with Ailey and Sarah and then fucking Andrew at his wedding <laughs> made both Ailey yes. and Sarah price base. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, now I have to. Now Did I- you mention it to them after that wedding? Because I wasn't. No, the, and they didn't mention it. To be fair to Ailey and Sarah, they did not expect to be your bridesmaids at all. Oh, they didn't. No. You they expected w- it. <laughs> <laughs> I did early. Not expected, but like with the false sort of eye. You'll, my, my future wife will do this and my future wife will do it this. It was very ranty. I would love to drag 27-year-old me into this room and just get him to tell you all the things he thought his future, future partner was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> a 
and just and just watch you would and not even you wouldn't even have to admonish him. I think the look you would give him would make him enough to be like, "This is the saddest I've ever been with an erection." <laughs> He'd fancy you, of course he would. Who's right me? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Christmas jumper mm-hmm. top, the unmatching bottoms. Yeah. The and also, just out of curiosity, how many unwashed hair out of uh, what number out of how many uh, oh, p- Christmas pajamas are these? Did you say dinner or diarrhea? Dinner. Do you think it just wears diarrhea stained clothes? I think you, I know I th- I'm a lot of things. I think you would might not. I think you might not notice his diarrhea, but if it's that, my arm? <laughs> that was going to be my next. <laughs> I just don't want to, because I'm not my wearing nails. gloves. Oh yeah, my nails that aren't <laughs> painted properly. I don't want to put one of my nails through the little wet wipe, oh. so I've got to do it oh. with the oxter of me fucking... No way, that's the oxter. Yeah. And that's just a Scottish word, isn't it? Oxter. Nobody, you know what call it oxter? I don't like that. It's gross. You don't like it as a term? No. You, but you agree oxter's a term. Oxter's are Sweaty oxters. Aye. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> So, because of my... We've gone so far off topic, this is annoying. This is why you're on the podcast, baby. Do you remember what this conversation's about? It's about your French day, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and others we've derailed about. Well, to be fair, it was my fault for not having a clue what you were talking about. Um, look, this is why I'm telling you that you need to be on the podcast regularly, right? Because <laughs> Matthew's there working this out. And whenever Jack's here, he's fucking Googling World of Warcraft or Minecraft or whatever Jack's doing. I'll occasionally look over at Jack and I'll be like, can you Google that? And he's like, who's in the room? <laughs> it would be very good to have you regularly... Because when me and Kai drink in front of you and Natalie, which you also join in drinking, but we're very much doing it as a performance, you will regularly point out how often we go off track. I know it's Natalie's... It's sometimes fascinating to watch, mostly infuriating. Yeah, I imagine that's how everyone who listens to this podcast yeah. feels. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. because no, I keep no, coughing. No, I don't no, want to... Oh, we'll just turn it away. No, you're good. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know how loud it is, though. So. That's, a, that's his job. Um, so, because I forced you to have a relationship with all of my family, <laughs> and because because you are a very sweet and loving person. <laughs> no, they're my friends in their own right. It's that's not, what I mean. It's that's, not like, no, they're Daniel's cousins. No, no. I, I think I didn't say goodbye to my cousins today. I went out for a walk with Caitlin and you... I didn't say bye to your cousins today. Oh, they, I went to my bed. <laughs> Enough. Well, I kind of did. I just walked past them up the stairs and went, bye, I'll go to sleep. I didn't see Ailey. This was only to Sarah. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I just, just went back to my bed. Because Ailey and Sarah, the only times I've brought them to the fringe before. Yeah, to see you. <laughs> right. Like, they hadn't done anything else other than see you. No. Or the other shows that like my mum had booked that day. Like They've only ever come in as like, in the wake of whatever to I've To be fair, doing. they didn't pick anything that we saw because when I offered it out nobody knew what they wanted they were all very much like oh it's fine we're happy to do whatever don't mind uh-huh. so I just went rogue oh I don't think you went rogue oh I, I, I think covered everything that's not rogue that's tactical that's smart you did it in a way that but you... I didn't go off of recommendations no, no that's no, no. rogue for me I didn't go for oh I know this is like a sure thing I agree with what you're saying my only stipulation is 
when the fringe app opened up, I went rogue. I was I would describe You <laughs> had some sort of meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> and pushed buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And booked you booked four tickets for shows not knowing if anyone would go with you. <laughs> and then booked And that's two. just taking up seats. <laughs> it's I've, do you, do you, every every four tickets I've bought, I've felt so far. In fact, today I managed no, to get five into this. No, there was four. one you didn't. Which one? There was one last, this last week. I don't think I booked any fours. The theatre one on Thursday, you went on your own. Oh, you're yeah. right, darling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's there though, fuck him. Can I see that? I can't, we'll never have another podcast. <laughs> the Ruben K will come on next week and be like, how fucking dare you? I love him. Yeah. I you... once. <laughs> no. Possibly last night, but I don't remember. Yeah. Well, so this was... Mm. Uh, no, French or French story. First Sorry, yes, the girls came round. You see how easy it is. It's your. You it's it? you. I'm... It's you. You love to talk, <laughs> tell stories. It's like, oh, I've got one that's just popped into my head. I have to say it immediately. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> after the. <laughs> Okay. The first time I became fully aware of this, because look, here's. Here, Sorry, I'm just getting the camera it. open because it's closed. Um. You and we'll go to this. You put up with so much of my shit. You you'll complain about me in the same way that I complain about you, which is just very openly you complain for, about me in a very open way to make fun of each other. Like yeah. we we never grab behind each other's backs. Whereas sometimes I don't know if you feel this way in our relationship, but sometimes by the fifth or sixth time you've mentioned a personality trait of mine, I'm like, oh fuck, she loves me. And it, and she's brought it up at the seventh time. And that means the people that don't love me as much as my wife want to say this thing, <laughs> but are waiting for the 50th or 60th opportunity to do so. Be, because we trust each other, you'll say it. And when you were like, and it's never criticism, you're just like, you were really drunk last night. And I'll be like, we'll be sitting there. And she's like, whenever you get drunk, really love talking about comedy. And if anyone asks you any questions about comedy, you'll talk for hours at a time. We do the Sydney Opera House. I'm expecting a bunch of drinks afterwards because it's like a big night. But we've been in Australia for two weeks at this point. We're getting back. Kaylin's been out the entire fucking time. Everyone's tired. We get home. Most people go to bed. Except for our dad. Our father. That sounds weird. <laughs> I specifically phrased it that way. Our father, Dave. Our father. Our father. I love my father, Please Dave. Stop. My father, Dave. My father-in-law, Dave. I don't care about the law. I care about the love. My father-in-love, Dave. <laughs> he. I love you a little less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the point of this story is. What are he you talking about? He stayed up with me that night. He stayed up for a fucking drink. And he was just like, because your dad's very interested in comedy. Why are we talking about my dad? About how I go off on tangents. <laughs> Ha. I see you. So I think your dad wanted to stay up. Off of <laughs> I think your dad wanted to stay up and talk about comedy for five minutes. You think he did? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think he got a choice. I didn't know this about Poor me. Poor man's walking upstairs to his bed, just like, oh, do you have a good show? Well, Dave, 
Let me tell you how it all started. I've already poured you a drop. Come join me. You know I don't drink whiskey, do you? Like we candle. <laughs> I saw you. Hey. Got your jammies on? Your dad's a hot man. I don't want to fuck him, but he's good looking. Ugh. Can you grew up with people wanting to fuck your father? <laughs> Doesn't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Anyway, despite my tangent, tangent. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Your French day. I mean, it feels like a very dragged out story just to say that I was out. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> the podcast should be called Dragged Out Story. <laughs> Let's say that we were out at four mm-hmm. and we got home at half past six this morning. Mm. And can I, can I, not to shame you in any way, mm. but is there any way you could tell the listeners to this podcast no uh, how the first attempt of booking your Uber this morning went? <laughs> I was very confused mm-hmm. this morning, yeah. eating my bacon roll when I received a text message. This is a bacon roll you're having at home? Yes, yeah. my, my Starbucks that I had delivered. Because that's who I am when I'm mm-hmm. hungover. We had bacon in the fridge. We had toast in the house. <coughs> oh, we had bread and a toaster. But were you, you going to cook for me? Mm-hmm. Could have done. I'll, I'll carry on, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a text message <coughs> that said, it was very confusing, your parking is about to expire. <laughs> I was like, Daniel, where have you been? Did you use my phone? I went into the message and I had paid for parking at half past five this morning in the centre of Edinburgh for a car that was parked outside our front door. £2.65. Because you were trying to book an Uber. <laughs> Is the very... No. Yes. I saw a car that didn't have a parking ticket. No. Let's tell the full fucking story here. No, what happens... Is I get to a level of drunk where the things just mix together in my head. <laughs> so what I what I can only assume happened was you earlier on that day yesterday had asked me to pay for parking I on did. my phone. I couldn't get I couldn't get internet in town. I was parking the car. I saw the attendants coming over. I waved to one of them. I said I'm doing it. I couldn't get uh, any signals. I had to phone you from, and not even from 4G, from like the regular, the bars. You know, back in the 90s when you phoned from the bars, I had to do that, like some sort of slumlord. It felt like when I was phoning you, I had to put the rotary dial phone and it was so old. And I went, can you please put two yes. hours on the car? So that's why I was in your head. Yes. So I think that I was just extending your session. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At that point, the phone should have been like, all right, motherfucker, you've missed 12 hours of payment. Wow. It was £2.65 from 5.39 this morning (laughs) until 1pm this afternoon. Oh, that's impressive. Because you get free parking on a Sunday till 1 (laughs) o'clock. So I paid for free parking. I love drunk me sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes she's... I think I was telling people... People, Elliot Steele. I think I told him we were off to do karaoke when we were on our way home. Yeah, he did. Because he did. He said, enjoy karaoke. I was like, why? (laughs) Where am I going to karaoke? Six in the morning. (laughs) Maybe we were coming back to go to the bar, not realising it was six o'clock in the morning. Or maybe you intended to ruin a poor early shift taxi driver's day when you were like, 
I don't care who this Uber driver is. In my head, it's fucking James Corden and we're doing karaoke. It was a fun time. Aye. And of the five shows you saw yesterday, do you want to tell us all five? The first one will be your favourite. Mm-hmm. Was a hypnotist. Mm. It was silly. It was cute. It was family friendly. Was and it rapey? No. 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 It was. It was full of eighties songs. Okay. Okay. And, and it, it just was... made people do dancing, basically. And so all the hypnotist stuff was just like, what? What, what was he getting cunts to do? Um, one guy every time a certain song came on picked up pom poms and was a cheerleader. Great. A one woman, an American woman, she, every time 500 miles came on, she had to strut up and down the stage. Okay. Um, when he said a word, everyone thought that it had a wet willy in their ear. It was it was just stupid, silly stuff like okay. that. And did you, and there's no wrong answer to this, this is... We're in a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> you know my bias towards hypnosis. That's I why thought, I went to spite you. <laughs> I, I, I am very aware of that's why you fucking went. I'm also aware of that why that's why you went to theatre. <laughs> Even though I've gone to theatre. Um, was there any creepy vibes from the dude? No. None? He kind of reminded us of Craig Hill. Do you want to see a photo of him? I do. Because he, here's the reason why I think hypnotists are creepy. I can name... On one finger, how many female hypnotists I know. And and that is if I count it on a finger that I've cut off from my fucking hand. In the same way that, that there are so few female magicians, it's just very, oh, that is very Craig Hill. It is, isn't it? Uh, bald, uh, slightly older, happy, and then most importantly, pink shirt. And we all know. That's why I bought tickets. <laughs> he doesn't look, to be fair, he doesn't look like one of the creepy... He wasn't at all creepy. Um, What's his name? Matt, Matt Hale. Hale. H-A-L-E. Um, would you recommend it as a show to people? I would, yes. Um, we were running late for it because I discovered yesterday that there are more than one Gilded Blue venue. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Patterhouse. What? Yeah, which is where it was on Chamber Street. Where the fuck is Chamber Street? You do know where Chamber Street. Oh, where it's it, the museum. Opposite that. But it's the same. Yeah, 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 yeah the same road. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's a Gilded Bloom venue there. Didn't know it, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're an abattoir. We've only got like walk around the corner five minutes. Oh, yeah, no, fuck. we had to walk all the oh, way. Because the Gilded Bloom also do all the stuff at the museum. I completely forgot. So we had it? to like sprint down the road. It was the top floor, all the way top. Uh, <laughs> And what was your... <laughs> okay. And and then we're like, oh my God, the show was meant to start. Uh, sit down, no time to go to the bar. And then during the show, people kept getting up to go to the bar. So I just sat mad that we didn't go to the bar. Oh, okay. So Not like, mad that people well, were standing up in front of you. Just no, the fact that like, at no oh. point where they were like, anyone else? Anyone else? Because no, I was right at the edge. I couldn't, I couldn't get out. Mm. Um, but no, it was, very, it was dead wholesome. It was very cute. That's and something I get super... Evolved. You, by the way... From what this man was saying, you go under hypnosis loads. Do I? Yeah, just when you zone out, you're in a state of hypnosis. Apparently that's what you're saying. Oh, like when I'm not paying Yeah, attention. if you're just like sitting on your phone and you've just like, oh, what was I doing? Do you think that's what, what Kaylin does? 
No, he's just weird. So our, I don't know where he goes. Yeah, our, our son does the thing, and it's not even every hour. It's any time you try to communicate him. It's just randomly, he'll be having the time of his fucking life. Right? And by the way, before I tell this story, I don't want any child psychologists... Diagnosing him. Any doctors, any fucking parents of kids with any fucking disease to tell us what you think your kid has. I'm sh- sure... That's an interesting or tough thing for you to go through. Don't just add your, is that a cough? That's cancer. My mum coughed and she had cancer and she's dead now. You you coughed, that's cancer. Don't do that with us as parents. He will, while having the time of his life, just... Did you ever watch that so Raven as a kid? And she just go, hmm? she'd have a vision. That's what he does. Raven had a vision? Do you know what I'm talking about? That's so Raven. I I I I, 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 I know of That's So Raven, but it was beyond my Disney time. Like I was, I was Saved by the Bell, Keenan and Kel, Cat Dog, yeah. Ren and Stimpy sort of generation, and then there was the next generation, which was iCarly. I don't watch that. No, That's So Raven was around that sort of time. Was, that's So Raven was definitely within my thing, but it was like like <clears throat> Boy Meets World was the other end of the. I guarantee you've never seen Boy Meets World. No. no, Boy Meets World was like 1998 to 1999, whereas That's So Raven, I'm going to say, was 2002. Also, Boy Meets World was definitely 1995. Um, I, I... Point being, she zones out and has visions. That's what I like to pretend he's doing. Aye. He can see the future. Well, he doesn't seem happy about it if he can't. <laughs> he just seems confused. Because he'll allowed, just Because he's only 18 months. Of course he's confused. He doesn't understand. Yeah. Oh God! What's going to happen? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, hypnosis was good. <coughs> Next up, yes, would recommend. Next up was Michelle Brazier. Wow, what a voice! Why is she doing comedy? Very despite the fact that she's very funny, but like, why would you have that fucking talent for singing? Oh, she's so good at singing. Uh-huh. Um, I have to admit, and that show we were using our hip flasks. Oh yeah, good girl. You took your hip flask to the fringe. Yeah. Did I? Did I know took this? my hip flask to your show back in 2017. When we met. Yeah, that's did why you? we were last in and got put at the front because nobody wanted to fucking sit there. Well, so we had to be like, huh. Sorry, can you just tell the background of this story because I know people are interested. Oh my god. Um, like so we hadn't you. seen each other since. So we met 2012, and then hadn't seen you since then. It was my first experience or my first year going to the fringe had no idea what to expect i was here for a week and all we knew is that we had to book shows and there are three thousand shows to pick from so you're it's stressful deciding um what to what to pick unless you get recommendations but of course we didn't know anyone that had really been so i had found that you were doing your show and had said, and just, look... And, and, and just to clarify, just... It was shut, like, it might not, not be funny, I can't remember. No, 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 that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for our listeners, mm-hmm. were you a fan of me before No, if we... you'd let me finish the sentence, <laughs> I was saying <laughs> that at the very least we know Daniel Sloss <laughs> as a comedian, <laughs> so we'll just go to that show. It's too- might be shit. We don't know. It's been five years since we've seen him. We can't. And there's no way he's gotten better. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the venue. Didn't know anything. Um, so you didn't know how fucking famous. 
No, I didn't care. <laughs> Still don't. I think we booked tickets and then I went on your Instagram and you, I think you were like just under 10,000 followers or maybe around 10,000 yeah. followers at that point. And I was like, ooh, he's doing all right for himself. <laughs> then, um, yeah, so there was three of us that went. I think that day we'd done um, Silent Disco into your show, into what was late in life. And I very much badmouth you for the silent disco. Oh, yeah. We don't give a fuck. I'd do it now. I love yeah. the silent disco. You have to be drunk for it, which is why we had the hip flasks out. Mm. So we'd just get a wee bottles of juice, walk the, around. The other day when I walked to Mothers and Toddlers with Kaylin, there is this silent disco, which I remember so much from the time we met. And it's so big now that they had to break up into three separate parade groups they take about 50 people on them oh this was 150 wow. this was yeah 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 but there is all the same company because more than one company yes. do them so they all had flag yeah walking down they're all singing their fucking songs except for one girl while walking down she just goes Daniel Sloss working 9 to 5 <laughs> way to make a living yeah he's right there da -da 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 -da. yeah not a biggest fan <laughs> and I'm just being like, thank God my son doesn't understand full English. <laughs> I love the silent discos. But yes, we'd taken the hip flasks for that, got to your show and people queue. I'm one of the ones that like to wait until the queue's moving and then I'll get involved. So people were queuing outside your room at the EICC. Yes. Yep. And we went to the bar to just get lemonade to then pour in our... Hit flasks. Uh, so we were able to just walk in. Didn't think that we were going you to be in the front. Dirty. You see, here's the thing. Whenever I say that she's cheap and northern and you all think I'm being racist. No, 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 no. Because yesterday the, what we were doing was buying doubles and then adding in more. <laughs> <laughs> like we still paid that bar. <laughs> And we that did. doesn't make it better, We Tom. did shots. <laughs> <laughs> like, we did our part, okay? Don't make me... Th don't, don't. Also, by the, darling, you can get free drinks at the bar and you're not affecting anyone. All the Gilded Balloon Assembly Pleasants. No, it they're was all making. Abbott, Underbelly's also making their fucking money. They don't... Where did we go? Um, irrelevant. This is why you'd be good in the podcast. What, just shutting things down to me? Yeah, <laughs> to be able to get halfway through a sentence and be like, oh, this is irrelevant, Fuck. as opposed to going, I'm going to stop the podcast and make everyone remember the thing I was saying. <laughs> well, anyway, why are we talking about the hip flask? Because we were talking about how you, uh, the story of how you first came to see me. No, we were talking about seeing Michelle Brazier and we had hip flasks and I admitted that we were using hip flasks in her show. Before, not while she was on, we just had... Diet Cokes and mm -hmm. Fanta and But I was at, I was also asking you to get the story of how we met. So you were late into you were late in the queue to come and see me. Not even late in the queue. You weren't on stage or anything. They were just no. filtering people in and we were like one of the last people through and like they're like, Oh, how many? So we're like three. Oh, perfect. Bang in the middle of the front row. I'm all right then. I thought that was alright, except we wanted to be hidden in the further back so it was darker and we could get the hip flasks out without getting in trouble. And then, yeah, we were just front and centre, lights on us. <laughs> I walked out 
Didn't recognise you instantly. No, I recognised you. I didn't recognise you. <laughs> <laughs> Is this who I picked to see? Surely not. <laughs> Fucking hell. Matt Rife's got leukaemia. This was a hypnotist. <laughs> Please make me think this is funny. <laughs> That's why I laughed. Um, I spoke to you. Yes, yes. You'd asked a question in part of your show, mm-hmm. and you used that as an in to be like. Don't pretend I used it as an in. For you did because you. you went to ask my friend, I... and I went, "Oh, oh, hold on a minute. Are you?" I was like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> yeah, I am. Bitch, I didn't know you were you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, to be well, I do remember the, the crystallising moment because, and I know you'll deny this, and you have every right to deny this, but you were wearing the most fuck me <gasps> jeans in the world. Anyone wondering what those are? <laughs> They're just jeans with a rip in the leg. You I know, had ripped jeans on yesterday. You know, like sluts wear? Yeah, and you were gagging for it yesterday. Vintage. I didn't get home till today. <laughs> I don't know who you were fucking. True. <laughs> I heard you bumped into Ruben K. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. Yeah, Did I? May- maybe you cured him. <laughs> I also bumped into Elliot Steele. <laughs> maybe you cured him. <laughs> <laughs> of what? <laughs> Quick, Google what horse? What disease do horses get? <laughs> Mad cow. <laughs> Too hungover for this. No, you're not. You're too great. So, right, yeah, Michelle Brazier, fantastic. Um, after that was Please Love Me, your kind of show. <laughs> Please love me. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? We're moving on quickly. We no, we're not. This up. <laughs> we yeah. this up. I'm hanging this up right now. It was a theatre performance with some pole dancing. And that's not comedy. my show. Don't tell people that's my show. <laughs> Please love me. She sings. That's what they sing in it. It's great. It's really catchy, but it's something you would just show you. <laughs> 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 <a> bedtime song. <laughs> <laughs> I should get them back in track for like, your shows. <laughs> anyway, very good. And then from there, we went to... Now, was meant to be a bandman. Mm-hmm. And it was cancelled. And why was it cancelled? Because of lightning, is what we were led Told. to believe. But no, he turns out he's not feeling well, which and is very sad. Yeah, I found out today I went to see another show today and somebody uh, knows uh, a panda man very well and was like, he never gets sick and yeah. he's not. Also, I'm going to see the show during the month. It was just, oh, yeah. I was desperate to, to see A panda man is, I, and I think you'll agree Brilliant. here, if you are ever going to the French and if you're like, let's just go see anything, if you want a Guaranteed fucking superb. Five stars out of five. Easily. Every single time without fail. And if you're taking friends who've never been to the French before, a band of man is always the answer. You have to pre-book it because it's that fucking good. Mm. But there is not a single person on this planet who's worthy of your time that would not enjoy Oh, yeah. That it kind of... of I don't want to say derailed because that's dramatic. But the day was planned around 
that show. That one was booked in for a while. Um, so we had to find a last minute sort of stand in for that. And it was called Sophie's Surprise 29th Birthday Party. Yeah. Now, what would you what would you expect that was? I would expect that it was a one-woman play about a woman approaching her 30s who was, like, questioning whether her friends from her 20s were going to be her friends in her 30s and whether it was time to make the cut pre 30th birthday and that's way too deep for what it was (laughs) so far from what it was (coughs) it was a circus show but what they did was they picked someone in the audience to be called sophie gave her a party hat and then every so often they'd be like "Woo, happy birthday sophie and Mm -hmm. get her to like make choices and And then at the end of the show they gave her sophie's choice she got a party bag this is a woman who doesn't get the sophie's choice reference that's why they got no laugh is funny? It's not funny, it's well, very sad. There's a movie called Sophie's Choice shall with, I Wikipedia. with Meryl Streep in it, where she's a holo- she's going to the Holocaust and she goes to like pick which of her kids oh. at Sophie's Choice. <coughs> wow. I so wish Kai was here in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think that was such a funny joke and it's so awful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You've actually got tears in your eyes. It's not really bad. <laughs> like, it's so, di- it's so different <laughs> to just say it. <laughs> it's so different. <laughs> Don't do the beaker impression. That's more of it. Me, 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 me. I'm not doing it. It's you making the noise. I'm doing an impression. <laughs> I've just normally when I say horrible fucking things in this podcast, they're either ignored by this person and then laughed over here. I've never just had you be like, I don't get the reference, and now that you've explained it to me, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a circus act. It was brilliant. Um, yeah. We <coughs> the circus acts are always, especially like. Cause that, cause it's very impressive, right? So it's so impressive, and you you because like you, it's probably like people bum moment times. People think that like circus has to be in this big fucking theater for it to have any fucking value. But you've got to remember these people are doing physical things that none of us can do, and seeing it in close proximity is actually infinitely more impressive oh. than seeing it from two hundred fucking feet away. It was. Yeah, we we really needed that after the the Please Love Me show, which was like had trigger warnings of um, rape, abortion. No, the, there wasn't one for rape, but there should have been, I guess. It was abortion, eating disorders. It's quite heavy, quite a heavy show. Yeah. Um, and very very unprofessional that they kept the rape bit as a surprise, just artistically. It was well, they never. Uh, it was weird. I don't want to go too much into it. Um, just in case people see it. But. Yeah, yeah um, but also it was it's complicated to describe what we what we watched. Um, but the circus one very good. Then we had an hour to kill until our final sexy circus show. And how sexy? Not as sexy as I wanted it to be. Still how, very good. Still very 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 good. How sexy did you want it to be? Did you I want, want it to be like cock? <laughs> I wanted tits. But how did you want it to be? In a circus. Did you want, like, one woman, two and a half stands? It wasn't a circus, it was like cabaret. Oh, okay. 
Um, uh, uh, do you know what? It was variety. There was Aye. fire twiddling Aye. things. Was the fire coming out of any hole? No. It was just, well, except the mouth. There was fire on bum cheeks. He, a, a man lit a woman's bum cheeks on fire. A woman's bum cheeks? Yeah. But there's no hair on those. And then she had like nipple tassels on and it was like fire down her chest. And then there was a Japanese burlesque dance man. Mm. <laughs> that's, what, what, that's what it was. Oh. And he had on a tiny little string. I was concerned that was coming off. <laughs> so I <don't>, <laughs> didn't want that so right, much, actually. So a tiny little Japanese man comes off. No, he wasn't tiny. He was henching. He was in big heels, but he was older than I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. It, it was... Great for a five to midnight show. Okay. okay. <laughs> Full of drunk people that were in t- very, very, very rude and were booing and I don't have time for that. Yeah, Bruce. yeah, no. My, my cousin was telling me this. There was some fucking... Uh, 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 and this is, for <laughs> me, the bane of all live performance. Not even live performance. It's also the bane of fucking theatre and cinema, which is... One of my cousins was explaining to me, there was some guy in front who was drunk, who'd been out the French fucking all day, had decided to go to a 10 to midnight show. Yeah, I mean, I think they're the t- used to it because it's that late of a show, but it doesn't excuse it. There's just this fucking drunk guy who's, because a friend has booked a show and the way his friend has described it is like, it's a sexy circus show. This one drunk cunt who's been drinking for 12 hours is sat being like, this isn't sexy. Yeah, so and it's my like, joke there of like, it wasn't sexy enough. He was serious about that. It wasn't sexy enough for him. I was like, did you think you were coming to watch live porn? Like, Porn's what? free online and you can watch it. But he to watch it in real life. I, but why, camera? <laughs> I don't know. I can just imagine. I just assume that's what he was after. And he felt the need to, to boo. Um... But Pathetic, luckily I had a tiny little gross. Rottweiler with Aye. me. Kate tapping him on the shoulder. Oi. Aye. <laughs> he did actually pipe down after that. I bet he fucking did. Yeah. If you ever hear a fucking London accent coming from a small white woman, <laughs> you Run. shut your mouth fucking immediately. Like, see, if I was in a show and I was being rude for whatever reason, like my dad never hugged me or I've not had any talent in my life and someone was to me in the show and be like, Hello, darling. I was just wondering if there's any point if you would be able to just quiet down your voice for me, please, because I'm actually enjoying the entertainment. I'd turn around and be like, listen, toots. <laughs> why don't you why don't you fucking take a little Renault Clio, drive off to a Starbucks, get yourself a little mocha and do something <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what women do. No, hot chocolate, I don't know. Frappy, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas, see if I was at a show and I was talking and somebody stepped forward with Kate's accent, be like, hello, darling, I'll cut your fucking throat. <laughs> I'd be like, good. I'm going to have to tell her Hermione to learned avocadabra. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, is that another spell? Is that another Harry Potter spell? Abracadabra. You, you kind of mixed abracadabra with what, what it should be. Which is? <laughs> ah! Evada Kedavra. Evada Kedavra. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm saying it's that. I'm okay. saying it's that. I'm saying it's that. Um, um, yes. Yes. Just a way to get there because this is going on way too long of my French chair. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Okay. I think that's just you being in camera for the first time. And also, I'm also trying to actively avoid the camera. Yeah. And also, because I allow a lot of dead air, and then when it's dead air, I fill it with all of my inane chat that you have to correct. 
I imagine it feels like this is going for on for a long time no, that you've not helped. It just feels like I've, we've spent too long talking about my fringe day. <laughs> I got it. Look, when this podcast goes global, we... Why are you laughing? You're the fuck. Your job is to make this bigger, Matthew. Dreams can come true. <laughs> what do you mean global's funny? I I fuck. I sold out eight thousand oh, tickets in under you. fucking seven minutes in India. Like Turkey sold out in two days. Oh, I'm global. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Come on, questions. Do you want to do the levies first? I think they might be better to do first. Sure. Yeah, and we can just yeah, edit I'll this fucking... Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, the thing me and Kai have done on the podcast when we were two together for too long and these aerate things was, I love you, but... And then you say something that you find annoying about them. I asked you earlier today if you wanted to do this and you said a very beautiful thing. No, I stole it from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Yeah, Gara, <laughs> like, I, I swear, please tell the story. But before people hear the story, I didn't know that. I thought this was just a really beautiful part of you. No, how <laughs> <I'm> wrong? Ew. As <laughs> <laughs> if I'd care. <laughs> Grace Lamy, you're not on that season yet, so you've not seen it yet. Spoilers. I didn't spoil it. As long as Jack Avery is still there. And who's the chief? Who do we like? Who? Chief. Miranda. No, chief. <gasps> Miranda becomes chief? No. Miranda becomes chief? She gets fired. Did she just spot? Does Miranda become chief? No. What happens to chief? What happens to Richard Weber? He's not chief. It's Hunt. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's always chief in my head. That's where it's got. That's where it's. Miranda was chief resident, remember? Facts uh, are facts. Nice red herring, baby. <laughs> Carry on. I stole it from Grey's Anatomy. You stole it from Grey's Anatomy. Because you were like, oh, you have to do I love you buts. And I was like, oh, no, it's I love you and. <laughs> In spite of everything you are. <laughs> I love you and. <laughs> Just. I love you buts better. Because in our relationship, I th- please correct me wherever I get any of this wrong. Um, I am the emotional one. Mm-hmm. I am the sensitive one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the one uh, that overthinks everything. Uh Um, And because of that, that feels like to me, that's where I'd be like, not I love you, but but I love you and. Because that's more inclusive. (laughs) Of course that's that's how you thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, Miranda said it and I love fucking Miranda. (laughs) It was actually Addison Montgomery. (laughs) Alison Montgomery's Derek's ex. Yes, yes. yes. I'll still him. never forgive them for killing Mark Sloan. I didn't answer because I don't know who you were thinking. And you saw me die. cry my eyes out when Mark Sloan died. And Lexi and everyone else that dies. Let's not. Oh, that's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I cried when I thought, oh, fucking Ginger Surgeon. Was even contemplating death. Made me weep. Hunt. No, no, Ginger, the the one that do, did uh, fucking Arizona, her mentor. The one with the season we just watched. Ginger Lady had the brain tumor. Ginger Lady. 
Oh, get rid of Ginger if that's what's fucking you up. The Arizona's <laughs> elder who... She's not Ginger. She's Ginger. She is. I'm getting a picture of her. She's Ginger. What's her fucking Matthew name again? Matthew will do it. Yeah. What's her name on the um, show? She but was the mum well. in, in Stuart Little. Harmon. Dr. Harmon. Dr. Harmon. Nicole Harmon. Nicole Harmon. She's not Ginger. She's not Ginger? That's brownie blondie. Not Ginger. Was she Ginger and Stuart Little? Don't Can you look up know. the mum from Stuart Little, Matthew, and tell me if she was Ginger? And, t- <laughs> and don't tell me if she's tell me if you think she's Ginger. Because also, sorry for another tangent. I don't know if you know this. Stuart Little was one of your favourite movies growing up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matthew. Do you not know your own favourite films? Just in the sense that, like, from the age of like, I think three to seven. That was like his because we've not we've not got to that stage with Kaylin yet. There's no, no thing that he demands on that. For me, it was Boy and the Bird, which was the rescu- rescuers down under. My mom and dad will tell you I would scream for Boy and the Bird, Boy and the Bird, Boy and the Bird, and that was that. So I'm just curious if you remember her being Ginger from Sure Little. Nah, I don't remember much about the film. Oh man, I wonder. Oh, she does there. There, so that's that's where, that's where it's come from. Okay, I'm definitely wrong now. She's definitely not ginger now, but that's where my ginger recollection was coming in. Anyway, um, we're talking about why I'm sensitive. No, we were talking about oh, yes. where I got I love you and from. Yes. Uh, so you're being... Uh, it's not that you... I don't, I, don't th- I, I don't think you're a meaner person than me in any way. I know I regularly talk in the podcast about you and Cullen being the... the mean girl. The mean girls. But you and I bitch the same amount oh, yeah. about several things. I just think... It's funner with Cullen. It's funner with Cullen because Cullen is not as pathetically empathetic as I am. Yeah. I I get, I, I, I don't like confrontation. No. I don't like hating other people. Um, even though I do hate other people and I do it sometimes on this podcast, it does fill me with a, 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 a fucking heavy guilt, whereas you're just like, anyone that's burnt me can not die in a fire, you're not as harsh as me. Get fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, do your thingy, my bobbers. Okay, I love you, but... I'm so intrigued. <laughs> Am I going first? Yeah. I love you, and I'm guilty of this too, but you're worse. So here's why it's coming up. I find it hard to show you a film or TV show that I really love because I know you'll be on your phone for most of it. No, if you told me it was one of your favourite films, we watched all of the Batman ones, The Prestige. Yeah. If you just put something on to pass... Time. The time, yeah, okay. Um, I'm not. Because I, because you give me Grey's Anatomy, and I am on my phone a lot during that, and I, I, I but like, here's where this came from, and um, I love the Daredevil TV series. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Drag up this then. I love the Daredevil <sighs> series. You love Marvel. Yes. We I wa- wanted to love Daredevil. You just wouldn't answer my fucking questions. <laughs> and in in hindsight, yes. I during lockdown we watched all the Marvel movies together. We, yep. we everything that came what, out. Shield. We watched all of Shield Loved together. That. Shield, which and here's where my point comes up. Shield, where 
if anyone's watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know that after season four, they just go, fuck the rules. Let's just do anything and make this entertaining. And if you surrender to it, which we did, we loved every single season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm sure we'll watch it again. Yeah. We then watched the Marvel movies. We're all into it, and I'm like, Daredevil's just the best. It's Jessica just Jones fucking, started that. We love that. We love that. We're like, let's get into this. Let's do this together. And for some reason, Daredevil was the one time during all of the Marvel movies that that I think some guy loaded his gun and Daredevil <laughs> went, "Oh, that's an M16," and Kara went, "How does he know that's that?" That's ludicrous. And I went, "What? What?" <laughs> this point what? What? I hadn't been given this backstory at this point and you refused to tell me when I was going to find out the information that I needed to know and then I found it difficult yes, to watch yes. in, 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 in hindsight I th- this is embarrassing because this is and I love you but that I've now realised comes back to my failings <laughs> <laughs> because because you're right, it was it was you just wanted further explanation. It was just me going, just watch fucking, it, fucking listen. Because obviously, you got the, so the, annoyed. The, I, I, well, we're I, not watching it anymore then. I can't, I can't. The best, the best Marvel TV series is objectively Daredevil. It just is. I'll never I, know. <laughs> and we get five, and you're enjoying all the episodes, and you're like, oh, getting it, but. Yeah, this wasn't just episode one. We got no, no, no. fairly also, into it. Here's, here's where I am wrong. Here's where I'm 100% wrong. Because I've grown up in the family, I have loving things. I obviously knew all of the history of fucking Daredevil. Mm. And just the fact, like in the same way that if there was a Spider-Man movie where they explained that Uncle Ben was killed and that's why he became Spider-Man, you'd be like, yeah, man, I know. Don't mm. give me that again. That was me with Daredevil. Yeah. And fuck fuck my I love you but was a failure on me okay let's delete that one and let's start with Kara <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, my hand I love you <laughs> but you need to learn to close drawers and cupboards after you've gotten your clothes out it's infuriating oh yeah 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 I you also just need- walk away it's pulled out why why is that drawer out why is that door open <laughs> And why are the clothes that I know are... But you don't do it with, like, kitchen cupboards. No. Pick a lane. <laughs> All the cupboards are open. Or none of them. You can't just pick and choose. Oh, I'll have the bedroom doors open. But I know how to close the mug cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> that one doesn't confuse me. But the, the milk cupboard just being a fridge, by the way. <laughs> the mug, not oh, milk. Oh, no. D- delete that, Matthew. <laughs> Delete that. Delete that bit where I corrected and I was wrong. Can you delete that bit? Where every I... day of your life. You're always wrong. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. But do do you not agree that it's with our house? It's just so much easier to leave our room a disgusting state. That's not it, the point. I know. I the know. drawer doesn't need to be open. No, no I, I'm aware of it. Cara, I've got a lot of clothes and I know what you're going to say to Nate them. Specifically Cara, your boxer drawer. Huh? Specifically your boxer drawer. It's not. Have you, have you not seen my drawers in my actual t-shirt? Oh, yeah, you leave them with like, t-shirts hanging out over them. Oh, no, it's no, like no, you've no, tried no, on no, outfits. No, Cara, like the top, so it's like it's like five drawers and then like that fucking five feet of clearance where they give you space for hanging your thing. You don't hang anything. 
I hang some shirts that I never wear, and that's why you never see me using it. The top shelf, which is the one which is above the top drawer, is at a 35 degree angle because that's how much my clothes are stuffed into it. Oh. Because I just need to. I need. Is that to, why you leave the drawers open? First no, case. I do it because I'm a lazy piece. That's of, a weird thing to just not do. Just open, shut. Mm. I've. Here's an. And this this is going to be a statement which leads into a question. I have learned a, a coping mechanism to make me better just around the house. And that coping mechanism was taught to me by a TikTok slash Instagram slash algorithm meme, which was like, hey, if you have ADHD, here's a really important bit of life advice. Never put anything down. Always put it away. Mm. Never put anything down. Like, if you're a regular person, you can put something down and go off and you'll come back to it. Oh, no. But I am someone that will just put something down and be like, I'll do that in two minutes and then never do the next thing. And and that's how I'm trying to get better at that. Here's the question. Do you think I have ADHD? I think I've got it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Everyone's oh, on the it's fine. I know it's fine. Is my ADHD worse than yours? In some aspects. In some aspects. What aspects is my ADHD not worse than yours? Conversation-wise. I think I zone out more. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you talk who... all the time. <laughs> 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 I just get bored of waiting for my chance to say something. <laughs> Remember that? Was it the SpongeBob clip? The film? And it's just... <gasps> that's me. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's a very... That's a very accurate one and fair. I'll take it on board and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I love you and... Oh, you're going that one. Your opinion that red pants don't automatically mean that you want to have sex is wrong, confusing, and it sets a dangerous precedent. Like, you can wear whatever... I know you, what I'm doing. Whatever you, whatever you fucking want to wear in a relationship at any point is down to you. Baby, you have your own fucking autonomy. That is you. You're you've got better style than me. You're more fashionable. You're more beautiful than me. The way you exp you can express yourself in clothes in a way that like you know I fumble through. Like I'll regularly come downstairs fully clothed all the time <laughs> with the new shoes I've bought and be like, does this match this thing? And you'll be like, kind of. But maybe if we were to go upstairs and just put on a less offensive top, that would be like you're really good at all of knowing what, like, this is smart, this is casual, this is smart casual, this is it. You know, you have to explain smart casual to me. Yet, you will regularly walk into our bedroom wearing red underwear and be like, this doesn't mean I want to fuck. And I'm like, you are delusional. <laughs> they Look, I, I'm not saying this about thongs, ladies. I know thongs are for comfort, right? Thongs aren't there for men. I get that. Lingerie isn't just for men. Red fucking panties is just for I'm horny. Sorry, That's... did you just say thongs are for comfort? Are they not? <laughs> A piece no, of underwear so, that goes up your arse crack. Sorry, not Love comfort. That but I meant like... So comfy. Sorry, you're right. Comfort's not what I meant, but I meant like high VPL. That's the thing, right? No VPL. You don't want... VPL yeah. is visible pant line. Yeah, so you don't you want, want that. no VPL. So when There's I, specific underwear for that, not just thong. So here's where this all comes from. When me and Jean were living together and we were sharing a fucking laundry thing, 
one time I was cleaning out Jane's laundry to do put my own stuff in, and I know this is alien to you, me doing any laundry. <laughs> um, but when I was bringing out Jane's stuff, Cara, there was a week worth of clothes in there, right? Just a week's worth of clothes, and there were seven thongs. And I'm like, what kind of slut <laughs> is Jean? Because you only wear boxers. Yeah. Big, yeah, yeah. And if I was to wear a thong, I'd want to get fucked. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I just thought you were doing it to clean. Weird. I'll take it. Fine. Fair point. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. Good. Good, that's fair news. That's just as long as you accept that when I come on heavy and we have sex afterwards, you did it and it wasn't me. Sure. I love See you. See how happy she is to fuck me? <laughs> I love you, but I don't love your chicken laxa. Sorry. It's um, not as good as Cullen's, is it? It's not as good as Cullen's. It's not as good. I really like Cullen's. And he Cullen's is so good. He doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> No, and you offer it way too often. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, he's embarrassing. So I, I love chicken lax. I, it's, I, I think it's fun to make. I think it's easy. I think it's delicious. Like, it's, if you've never tried it before, I'm not cultured. It came from a... HelloFresh. HelloFresh thing. And it was so fucking good. And then literally two weeks after that, I think it was in Australia, and Demi Lardner cooked me the best laxa I've ever had in my fucking life. And then when we were doing HelloFresh, uh, when we were doing Kale and Dewey, because we had the great privilege of having Cullen in the house, sometimes we were like, hey man, he's a, we're on him today, you're making dinner. And Cullen would follow this recipe to the... No, he got so confident with it, he just yeah. went with that and it was... Delicious. It was. You like it quite soupy. Yeah, yeah. This was, was a little bit thicker. Yeah, it's more of a. Yeah, yeah. Still soupy, but not as runny. No, but it's not as ramony. It's yeah. more like a fucking bit. Yeah, it's and Colin's laxa is objectively a thousand years better than mine. Yeah, and it was devastating because I will always, whenever we do our weekly shop, we plan out like our, <laughs> our the meals we're gonna our have. Our very the limited menu choice. Yeah, because we're both picky eaters. We go, let's go through the twelve things <clears> we eat and decide the seven we'll do this week. Yeah. and I will always mention chicken laxa, and you will always go. I don't want your chicken lunch. <laughs> but you're like, oh, maybe not this week, maybe just hamburgers or maybe, you know, just stew or whatever. And then, like, literally, after, like, four months since our last laxa, I bring it up and you're like, you know what, fair enough, it's been enough time. When I tell you I made the worst fucking laxa... Oh, Cara, Cara, it was a pile of fuck. I remember Kaylin being given Cullen's laxa and... Oh, loved it. Shoving noodles into his fucking mouth. Yeah, I think he's just been weird, though. Remember you couldn't find the pepper? I found the pepper. No, you didn't. He did. I found it in your car. He also found it in the car. <laughs> I just didn't take it out because I was like, this will be fun for him to find later. <laughs> we got the car and Matthew just went, why is there a pepper in your car? Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I just, but I was laughing yesterday. I was like, what a fool. <laughs> pepper in the car. In the weed. I don't even know what you'd call it in the Tesla. I love you and... It's called a chippy nah. and not a chipper. Nah. The word chipper Rejected. already exists and it, it means upbeat, upbeat and not a place that serves chips. You are the you are much like when Kai thought that poop meant fart and we realised that only people within his postcode in the whole of the world 
thought that put men forward. They Everyone are else not agreed. the same thing. They are, no. A, a fucking chippy is not a fucking chipper, Cara. It is chipper. not a fucking I'll chipper. I'll have a chipper supper, please. You fucking will. <laughs> right, then you're going to have a happy supper that's going to be served to you with what's, maracas. What's so uh, wrong with that? Isn't it it's not. A, it could be a thing. Isn't it but just a nicer way to be? All this you time? don't get it from a chipper. You can get a chipper from a chippy. I'll accept that. Chipper chips. Oh wow. I'll have some salt and vinegar on my chipper chips, please. It's chipper supper. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> bad. You gotta back me up on this so one. This triggered. is abominable. This is abominable. Chipper. Right? Chipper, chipper, it's chipper. It's a fucking disgrace. Nobody cares as much as you do. I take a long, I hard look fucking at promise you. Once we delete every, nails on a chalkboard, is it? Once we delete every comment that was negative about me from this episode, <laughs> when we search by top results, <laughs> it will be people agreeing with me that you calling it a chipper is Prince Andrew levels of creepy nah. grossness. They're both Ugh. right. Both can be right. That's the world I like to live in. No, no, only, only, only when you're wrong do you like to live in a world where we're both right. When I'm wrong, you love to live in a world where I'm wrong. Yes. <laughs> this is my last one. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but this is clearly just a game to get me to tell you that I love you more than once in a day. Grow up. <laughs> I'd fucking take once a day. <laughs> I know I was being a bit generous with myself. Need <laughs> to hear it all the time. You before we go to the questions, I think the really the the only big thing in a and it's not big. The only thing where you and I aren't the same person is in how we express love. I am. I don't think anyone can keep up with how you express love. <laughs> I'm a loving person. All the time. I'm, I love you all the time. What do you want? Oh, you don't need to tell me. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear this broken family fucking pitch? Do you hear? I just know. You should just know. <laughs> but you insult Please me all the time. Love me. <laughs> now it all makes sense. I live, here's the way I justify to myself, I will say the worst things in the world to you. One, because you can take it, you know it's not real. And two, because I counterweight that with regularly telling you that I think you're so beautiful, that I find you unbelievable. No, you've turned that into a bet now. I don't believe you when you say these things. I do, mm -hmm. I do do it as a bet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a very funny bit. For you. <laughs> whenever we leave anywhere with more than three people, I will urgently drag Kara to the side of wherever we're going to be like, I am so sorry. I can't imagine how awkward it was for you being the most beautiful person in that room, but you handled it with grace. <laughs> and you handled it with... <laughs> Any, anywhere we go... After the Playhouse show, and I'm like, was it the most awkward girl, awkward thing, being the most beautiful girl at my show? She's like, I was backstage, and I left before you were on. And I'm like, and is that because you were the most beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to go, 
as hard as fucking possible to say the worst things, but then also in our moments together when it's just us, to tell you very earnestly that I think you're beautiful and I love you dearly. And I like to reply, no, you don't. <laughs> if I'm Which lucky, is my favourite bit. You, no, no, this, is, this, is, this isn't my way of saying that you love me. Like, we have different love languages. Your love language is uh, organising something. It's doing something for me. It's uh, presence. Uh, uh, um, and, and physical. You're so much, you know, like, don't get me wrong. This is very much me coming to terms with the fact that we have different love languages. But my frustration arrives from, baby, I'm so good with words. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, bitch, every fucking day, how much I think those tits are dank. And oh, I, do- I hate every word that's just come out. Every fucking day. Our day. Ugh. I tell you, them taste dank. I tell you. And do you wonder why I don't tell you I, I love you I, every I, day? I, t- I tell you, them taste dank with a straight face. I tell you, them taste dank with love. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I, <laughs> I, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you'll regret. I, I, my love language is words. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting used to the fact that you, me going for five minutes about how perfect I think you are, how much I love you, it's a, your response is in no way less, but I just have your response of, aww, is the same. <laughs> That's all I have to learn. <laughs> Um, what time are we on? Um, <coughs> you've done about an hour, more than an hour. So, you can bang out questions. You go good for t- t- 10 minutes of questions? Yeah, I think we need to answer yeah. some of them. You made a point of asking. Just do it, get it. Let's go. Let's done. Get it. All right. um, uh, loads of people were asking about how Bruce is doing. <laughs> I love Bruce. Bruce is my new pet bat. Um, who has come, for those that don't know, he, we have a wood burner in yeah, our living not, room. Yeah, we've not just bought a bat. No, we have a wood burner in our living room. Obviously, the wood burner has a chimney outside. This bat <coughs> found its way into our wood burner. We released him. The next day, he was there. We fed him. We, we released him. him. Again. The next day, he was there. And we were like, well, I, I think he just lives here now. And then we found out that the UK has very good and strict laws about bats, they are a protected species. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they live where you live, you do not get to kick them out. You can offer them outside, but if they come back, congratulations, you've got a new fucking tenant. But there's also no company in the UK. Not entirely true. There are bat helplines. I phoned the SSPCA. They were very much just like, put them outside. If he flies away, great. If not, we'll have to come back. So that's what I'm going to have to do. Um, because I tried letting them out. And his wee wings were flapping and he just fell to the ground three times. But he can crawl. He's, I don't know what the injury is. His wings look fine. There's no holes in his wings. I don't know if he's just exhausted and he, at this and point. Also, and also, very importantly, there was a day where we put him out on our clothes horse. And he flew away. We put him out on a blanket. We put him on the top and he flew away. So and it was a beautiful fly. moment where we both hugged and we were like, that's him gone. And then we came back downstairs. To I think he likes the wood burner. I do think this is like... 
safe space. Yeah, I do. I think he likes the top of it, but I think when he no, sleeps, no, I he think falls he likes the down. burner because they hang upside down. Do Wait, they all? I, he sleeps in all sorts of positions. I've been stalking him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there were a few people saying like, "Why don't we get mesh around, like the top of the?" We could do. We get... can't. It's imp- nobody can reach that. Like a ladder won't go up that high. It's impossible. Oh really? It's in a really awkward place, just outside our room. Yes, we'd have to pay for scaffolding. He's good. We fed him today, for example. Yeah, he had he's some had water. water. He's had food. We offered him outside. He didn't take to it, so we took him back into where he was happy. Um, we're phoning. The plan tomorrow is to phone the SSPCA again, or there is like I'd phoned Sasha and Luna's vet, but they don't deal with. Um, wild animals so yeah. we need to find and out you're like hi I'm here for a bat scan do you mean a cat scan yes and no uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is okay don't know how the story ends but, but, but he's still with us he's and he's, with he's, us. He's, he's happy I'm happy despite the fact that for four hours of the day he has to live life in a television set while two giant predators look at him stay in place <laughs> yeah this one's for Caro. Uh, describe Daniel as a dad in one word. Oh, one word. <sighs> Give her three. No, I could do one, I think. Um, brilliant. Really? You're a brilliant dad. Yeah? That's, yeah, I'm going on for a big sentence now, but yeah, you are a very nice dad. Oh, thank you. You're wonderful. Good, good. dad. Thank you. You know you're a good dad. I know I'm a good dad most of the time. Sometimes I, you know, I get the standards. Um anxieties and fears that just because like I'm not there as much mm. um, and now that he's old enough to know that he definitely misses me yeah that's nice though that he misses you it is Cause but it's, it's, but it's there ha- was a point you didn't care yeah 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 he only cared when I saw it came back but like, the, you it, are the fun one he prefers playing with you but bullying me <laughs> oh god he does it's so funny just how and I don't know whether it's like a fucking sex thing or just like as in a gender thing I mean by that um, like that he's just like oh dad is rough and he plays can throw me about. and dad's the one that beats me up and you don't really beat him up like play beat up yeah I, when you're there I play beat him up <gasps> Cara, I, I'm going to tell you right now on this podcast, at least two of the injuries I've told you he got from something were... The bruises. Yeah, yeah, they were they were from some very fun games of hide and seek. <laughs> okay. Yep. Take back that word. <laughs> um, the Dug and Bone asks, why can't she stop flirting with my husband when she's got her own? Yeah, why don't you answer this question, Cara? Natalie, let's just first address that I'm doing this podcast without Natalie. Yes. <laughs> We'd always said we would do it together. Um, and here I am. So I guess I'm just letting you down constantly. <laughs> 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 I can't help myself. Yeah. They kissed first, Natalie, their first loves. Kai, Kara was a mere 17-year-old and Kai was a mere... Excuse me, I was legal I was age. Nineteen. You nineteen. I was nineteen. Okay. I was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fancy Kai, and I'm not flirting with him. Most you heard time. it here first, <laughs> and through grizzled teeth of a liar. So I have to say for her. <laughs> Um, there's quite a few questions worded differently, but they're all basically, how do you put up with Daniel? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hard. 
I leave a lot. You leave a lot. So it's, it's a nice... I give you ample opportunity to miss me. <laughs> and then also while you miss me being like, you know what? I could do this alone. <laughs> He's not bad. He's a pussycat. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like I, I, I feel like, oh, here's a question. Let me phrase it in a different way. How different am I to you? How different to am I now in your perception to your perception of me when we first started dating? Oh. Um. Because obviously you know who I was. I was this big fucking arrogant. I'm the great. Yeah, you're still thing. cocky, but it's different. I don't know how to describe it. Like you were cocky back then, uh-huh. and it was oh. it was almost annoying. Yeah, uh-huh. and you're cocky now, but it's like. Now that you've now that you've seen the downtime, where it's where it's where it's just me smoking weed, being like, "Am I a drug addict? <laughs> Please love me." <laughs> Honestly, this show, all the advertising I'm doing for it. <laughs> um, Laura asks, what's been your best or worst date together? We don't go on dates. <laughs> I fucking hate this bit. So worst much. date is the date that you claim was a date and it wasn't a date. It was a fucking date. It was nah. because of our situation. Um... Her family had found out what had gone on and because they had not been given the full information about where our relationship was at because the last bit of information they had received was that five years ago I broke up. There was no relationship. No, there wasn't. We barely spoke. Well, that's a lie. We hadn't seen each other. No, we hadn't seen each other. you invited me to... You came to the show. A Work in Progress show. Uh Uh-huh. I brought you to a Work in Progress show. Where your parents were. Mm -hmm. Who does that? Do you not remember the time my <laughs> I introduced you to my mother at the So You Think of Funny Party? And this was after we'd been banging for about a year. Me and Jill genuinely thought that like, you were joking when you went in, this is my mum and dad. We were like, ha And I was like, oh, no, wait, these are his parents. Like, yeah. Why is he introducing us to his parents? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This is weird. And, and then you did it again that night at some, um, and, the Work in Progress show. And yeah. they were just there. I was like, yeah. why are you sitting me next to your parents? <laughs> my mum took me aside afterwards. And this is where I was in my mid-twenties. My mother... Late-twenties. <laughs> <laughs> she went, is there any point in learning this one's name? And I went, no. No. <laughs> why would you learn her fucking name? She's just... She's going to be here for a bit. We're going to have the time of her fucking life. She's going to, I'll break her heart. She'll be fucking. <laughs> and then a year later, I'm like, I begged her to marry me. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a bad date. No, no, I don't think we have. Because we never did like a, our, our entire sort of our relationship. We, we, we were I do know buddies. my best one. Is it with me? Yes. Oh, thank God. It was October 2020. I like dates and like things were kind of open kind of not and we went on a, a bar crawl round I say Edinburgh we didn't go that far but we went to um we got pizza and the chili dog and then we went to the whiskey bar I can't remember what it was yes. did all the whiskey tasting yes, absolutely I mean Gareth and Laura joined us later on but we just spent the day Aye. drinking and it was just nice because Covid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was just yeah, yeah. We were out because we'd gone from 
fuck buddies to being in a serious relationship where I was away for 80% of the year yep. and you were able to join me for like 10% of that yep. to I was <clears throat> then depressed and just wanted a whole bunch of time at home. You moved in and then COVID happened. Yep. And we had every single day with each other. And I think there's plenty of people who were in relationships during COVID who will tell you that COVID either made them yeah. or broke them. And we were very much like... We it broke. Was it? <laughs> well, I mean, I broke. You always say this. You were nowhere near as bad as you think you were. No? Nah. Because I was... Yeah, I mean, you always say this. Like, I always think, like... I, I, I always... Not criticise you, but, uh, you know, your perception of how you are is very different from my perception of how you are. Like, I see you in a very different way to you see you, mm -hmm. is fair to say. Mm -hmm. You, just in terms of how you look, you think you look a certain way. I think you look a very different mm. way. We disagree on that um, on occasion. Just for clarification, I think she's beautiful and she's a humble slut. Um, oh. Whereas... Uh, I, I don't think I'm as good as it the other way. Like I've all, all of my self doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll be like, well, that's not. You true. forget it works both ways. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you're you're just saying that because you love me, even though you don't say it enough. Or sing it. <laughs> or do the <laughs> the 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 sexy um. You do. Next question, please. <laughs> Sid asks, how many cats do you want? How many does Daniel want? And what have you settled on? I want all of the cats. I am so... You're a cat converted. 100%. No, you're I'm a main coon converted. I'm convert. I would take any cat. Not me. I only want... I only want cats that can beat the shit out of my son. I only want cats that are hard to pick up because of their fucking size. The second you get Maine Coons, there is just no going back. No, there's real, I don't know what the word would be, um, pride and when a cat likes you. Like, if I can see a random cat on the street, I'll come be my friend. That's why taking you to Greece is a nightmare. Oh, don't I get real sad. Yeah, no, you do, don't I? On any holiday with stray cats. I would, at this I point, genuinely them. take... I would take two Maine Coons every year for the next five years. What are you doing with the two you already got? Keep them. Oh, you're just topping up? Yeah. Yeah. I'd do that. I'd happily have a house overrun by Maine Coons. But also, my dream is for one day to, even though I love where we live, I would love to, when our children, our, <laughs> our two children, the only two children that we're going to have, the two children, the two, we have one now, we're going to have one more, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. After those two children, I would like to potentially move somewhere else where we were able to get like a bit more rural, we were to get a bit of land. Because I You don't wouldn't be a weirdo that would be like, we've got all of these cats, let's build them a house outside and they can have their own house. No, they'd live with us. Yeah, just making sure. And, they, they can and not sleep on the bed. They're not sleeping on the bed. They sleep on the bed they're when you're not biters. there. They're fucking They're not sleeping on the fucking bed. They sleep on the bed. Well, if, okay, fine. As long as as long as you're fine, it'd be woken up at three a.m. by the sound of the forehead of a cat hitting the ceiling. <gasps> as after it bites my toe, I kick the cunt through the fucking roof. It's me. 
I genuinely think I could. Uh, there would be a question. If, if to have another kit, my one condition was I need you to suck each individual toe of one of my foot. I'm cheating. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, well, what I, that's what I thought the answer would be. Yeah, those big, big toes ain't going in my mind. <laughs> Please don't bring up my... They're big, call, big toe. They're, Cara, they're called big toes. Yes, but yours is a big, big toe. Because... Big Cara, toes, both of them, not just Cara, one. They've just got one large, large toe. <laughs> they are medically defined as big toes. Yeah, the fact but that my big toes yours big, is bigger than the average big toe. <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> Let's do two more. Two more. Right. Um, give me a second. I'll just cut this. I'll sh- I've got the last question because it's good. But um, There's two that are kind of the same. What's your favourite French show of all time or what's your favourite comedy special? Oh. Um, well, you first... do the comedy special. I'll do a French show. Or have you got a favourite French show? I can do one of each. Or do you want to do one of each? Or do you want to do... I'll do... I happily do... Fr- the special music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, oh, f- f- fuck. Um, people are going to disagree with me. I'm going to understand their disagreement, but bear in mind that none of them love his comedy anywhere near the amount that I love and have studied comedy. Nobody who listens to this podcast or most podcasts studies stand-up the way I do. Um, Bull Barnum's What is... Oh, yeah. Is close to the greatest special of all time. I understand it's not full stand-up. I think that's what fucking adds to it. If you want the name of the full stand-up special that's greatest of all time, it's going to be Bill's Bar- Bill Burr's black and white one. Um, but if we're talking, for me, great stand-up special of all time, Bo Burnham Watt is so hard to beat. The, the lyrics of those songs, the power of the several messages and the and the clowniness of the rest of it makes it uh, so uncomparable to me. Good. Mm-hmm. And um, also, can you just clarify when we first started shagging and Tara, I absolutely made you watch Bo Burnham's Watch. Yeah, and then I enjoyed the get... songs so much, I just started playing the songs. And that that was the. Anyone that's in a relationship who loves comedy understands, even if it's not comedy, when you love some form of media, whether it's music, whether it's theatre, whether it's a bit of fucking poetry or a movie or a TV show, sharing that with the person you feel like you're falling in love with is a big fucking test. Because if they... Oh, you were always testing me. You can test out left, right, I really was. (laughs) I really was. (laughs) Now that I look back at it, I'm like... First of all, who did I think I was? That I was like, Here, here's all the hurdles you have to get through to get to me. Like that sort of fucking arrogance. But you know what, darling? You got through oh, them all. And here darling. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, the carrot on the fucking Instagram stories when I was away in fucking uh, a GFL, a spider in the bar, uh, in the sink. And I was like, just put the cat next to the sink. And the cat will deal with the spider. So Cara then films, and you know what? We'll we'll put this out with the podcast because we've got this clipped. <laughs> <laughs> the footage of Luna 
Oh, getting awful. this spider, this giant spider out of the sink. A guy will be like, oh, she's got it. <laughs> it is the funny. Are <laughs> 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 you getting it? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. While you tell me your favorite Oh, French the French show. show, it's got to be a band of man. Um, I've done of it every course. year. Yep. I can do it more than once during the month. Um, it's just crowd pleaser every time. Oh, and, and he's, he's just so fucking talented, It's man. the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Right, <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> so this is... I'll send it to you. Go, this is Cara <laughs> watching our cat drag a spider out and yelling, And the legs are coming out of mouth. And then... <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I can make that noise. <laughs> oh, right. Last question. Final one. Um, <clears throat> there's a few people asking, and it's a good way to do some plugs at the end, just like three recommendations for fringe shows to see. Ooh, uh, I saw a previous podcast guest, Glenn Wool, today. Um, I was a fan of Glenn before I was a stand-up. I remember meeting Glenn uh, in, in, in Galway when I was like 18 years old and I couldn't believe I was on the bill with him. I saw him live. He instantly became my favourite fucking comic. Then he, he's never gone down. Um, and then this year I saw him in like a... But he's doing a smaller room because it's not a full show yet. So it's like he's clearly building up the fucking <laughs> material and stuff. But... To watch somebody that good in that smaller room was both joyous in the sense that it's like, man, this is what The Fringe is about, but also like, oh, fuck, this is why the industry sucks. You have That was the best show I've seen on Fringe. Like, by a mile. Like, not by a mile, that's unfair. But just in the sense of, in, this, in the terms of comedy that I'm into, the lines, the way he was able to engage with the fucking audience, the the... I, I was just I was fucking blown away from and also Glenwell walked on stage to uh, a really good room but not a full room and because of the lighting in his room he was instantly able to see me, Mark Nelson, his manager, his manager's wife, and Frankie Boyle. <laughs> right? And I'm like, if I were to walk out on stage to Frankie Boyle and Mark Nelson and Brett Vincent, I would probably pull that show if I could see them. Or I would just like immediately move to the back. Glenn Wool, the questions he asked of the audience members were to me, Frankie, and fucking Brett. And I'm like, and he made gold out of it all. And I'm like, that's a level of confidence and skill to be on the circuit. For the, it's, it's just unmatched. Like, it, me and Colin spent five minutes dissecting all of his jokes afterwards. I fucking loved it. Uh, also, I still cannot express how good a Rouge Ashfak show was. I loved it so very much. And uh, I'm going to say for the last one, just for the fucking theatre's sake, because uh, I did love it, Mythos Ragnarok was, if I have to be there, because otherwise the answer would be Gareth Watts' show, but because I've done two comedies, I'm going to have to fucking stick in the theatre one. It would be Mythos Ragnarok. <coughs> um, minor ones that I've done before, I haven't done yet, and I will do um, this month. Massey, okay? 
great night out. Can you just give a brief explanation of what it is? <laughs> Mass karaoke. Uh-huh. And by that, it's a live band playing very good songs and the words are on projectors at the back. I think it's in Spiegel Tent. Yeah. Um so you've got to really be in the mood for it, but it is a good it's a good time. You would not enjoy it. Not for you at all. Um Unless there was a seat at the side to watch everyone. Well, else yeah, doing it's the, it. it's um, where we did baby disco. Oh, if I had a seat at the side, I could. I I would never leave the table, but I could watch other people do mass karaoke. And it's fun. great. My, another one, the Magnets. Oh yeah, they're great. Uh, they're only doing specific. Like, I think it's like a one week run. You know, they introduced me onto stage once. Did they? I once, great. Uh, my third ever Fringe show, I was at the Spiegel Tent in the Assembly Gardens and they were the show before me and I got to know them all because I loved them because I, I, I'd, I'd seen their show, they were such a good a cappella group. Oh, they're brilliant. And the last day it was the my show The Joker, uh, which was that song, Find Me The Fucking Artist, called The Joker. It was the number one the year I was born, the month I was born. Uh, I'm a smoker. I'm a joker, I'm a real life talker. That one. They introduced me, they all came on stage before me and did that in acapella to bring me on. And it was devastatingly the best bit of the show by a mile. Oh, they are <laughs> fab. So oh, so I'll be good. going to see them. That's two music ones. I really like the music ones. Yeah, you do. Um, and I'd always recommend a circus one, whether yeah. it's like La Clique, I've done that a few times. Um, the Sophie's Surprise 29th. There's a few circusy ones that I'd, I'd want to go back and um, see. So uh, any circus one, it's always, they're brilliant. And I think they all kind of do more than one show because the people that have done the clique I've seen on other circus yeah, shows, they, it's, they swap it's, around. It's almost cabaret-esque. It, yeah. They do other pieces. It's almost like comedy. You go and do other spots at other shows yeah, yeah, yeah. and That's, things. It's like fucking Ruben K's K-Hole. It's, it's, yeah, I'd recommend them. They're always good. Um, okay, well, first off, before I find the thank you for doing something I know you're not hugely comfortable with. <laughs> like this. Yeah, well. but I mean, I joined you in the fucking jammies to make sure. Yeah, but you're always on camera. <laughs> and I always look terrible yeah. while I'm on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. I don't care. I'm tired and hungover. And well, I, I, I think With you... scrapes of last night's makeup topped up with some fresh makeup. It's just scaffy. Well, I think you... You look beautiful, and I think you've done a very good job. Thanks. And I'm very grateful that you came on here and let me talk for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then joined in, in the end. I'm sorry to just replicate our relationship live on camera. <laughs> now everyone knows what our yeah, life yeah. is like. <laughs> and now, if you want to put, if you want to look down the camera and trash talk wanna... Natalie into fucking no, doing the podcast. I'll, I'll never she's... bully her into this. <laughs> no. No. No, no. I do it with her. Okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, we we do one. We can do, you know. We'll, we very nearly did it. Um, remember we were in Manchester, and we were going to do that. I love you, but then and then me and Natalie chickened out. <laughs> because you got too drunk. No, we got so drunk that we didn't have to do it. Not that we were like, oh, we're too nervous. Yeah, yes, but that's the same. No, we we it said we were going to do it because we were drunk. We were feeling confident. Understood. And then when we came out of that, we were like, no, no, no. I uh, got that entire story backwards. 
we were going to do it because we were drunk and we were like, yeah, we could do that. That's so cool. And then the next day, no, thank you. Understood. Understood. Not for us. Well, thank you for getting beyond it. She texted me saying good luck. It felt like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also sends that to you whenever you and Kai are just hanging out. Yeah. Good luck getting away with this, you fucking slut. <laughs> um, what shows are you doing during the Fringe? What, what can we plug? Where can we see you? Remember that time <laughs> I actually told people at the So You Think You're Funny party that me and Jill had a show at the Fringe. And I was like, yeah, I can't actually get you any tickets because like, we're fully sold out. Oh, yeah. So sad for you. It's a two-woman show. Jada? Called the Pussy Dialogues. No way. Uh, <laughs> God, I was so drunk. where we in. just queef into each other's I wonder vagina. if anyone ever actually um, followed up checking out the show that I plugged really hard. It didn't I exist. imagine a lot of horny, bald 40-year-old men well, did. There was a lot of women we were telling about it. Yeah? Don't know why. Don't know where this goes. When I'm drunk, yeah. weird things happen. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm very grateful. And you go pay for parking. Uh, love <laughs> <laughs> My car's been sat for a long time. I might have a ticket. <laughs>